So this is a common dilemma that we hear in at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com on the Facebook page. People often comment in or send us messages saying, how can I obtain a grant? Where can I go to get a loan? Um, so money is an issue for people. You need capital. You need something that will hold you off to the next month. And so we've got Serena Walker, who's the founder of Athena Business Institute, on with us tonight. And she's going to be talking about the different ways that we can get funded, where the problems are, and how she hopes to fix it. So stay tuned through the entire 30 minutes. Use the hashtag YFE chat. And um, yeah, looking forward to chatting with you on the chat, chat room. So you're watching YFE Chat Live, the weekly live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern for young female entrepreneurs. And tonight's episode, episode 62, is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali TV <laughs> hosts and produces live video events built to meet your objective. Visit Ovali.tv to request a free 30-minute consultation today to find out more about going live with your brand. So like I mentioned in the opening, um, the show's all about... All about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> I don't think that worked very well for me. Sorry, guys. Um, what's another song? There's tons of songs about money. Money, 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 money. I just should not sing. How about that? <laughs> but it's about getting money and getting funding. It's more about, uh, it's not just about managing money. It's about how to get just more of it so you can actually do what you want to do. Um, and so we've got Serena Walker on of Athena Business Institute, and she's going to walk us through um, a few different items. She's got a couple statistics that she's going to talk to us about, and then a couple different ways that um, she wants to just let people know, hey, if you need money, here's a couple other uh, sources that you might not be looking at right now. So if you have questions about getting funding, obtaining funding, chat them into the chat. And at the Stacy Harris, who's down in Phoenix, she's the YFE City Coordinator in Phoenix, and she's also so hit the micmarketing.com. She's on the YF Entrepreneur handle on Twitter, and she's also hanging out in the chat. Stacy, say hey to Stacy on on Twitter, and um, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Money's always a fun topic, especially when it means getting more of it, right? And it's interesting. I'll I'd have to, you know, you guys will have to chat in. Uh, the topic of money is a, a difficult one when it comes to raising raising money at the beginning. Whether or not you should go after a venture capitalist, or you should go after an angel, or the bank, or whatever it is. Get ask your parents for money. Um, and I'll, I've heard a number of uh, very notable entrepreneurs speak on this lately, and they've all said sales is a great way to get funded. So, you know, starting with a minimum viable product and pushing forward and really trying to get it to that point where you can actually uh, start uh, start pushing forward because you have some money to start with. So anyway, now that I'm blah, 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 blahing on, the latest from YFE, let's go to onto the latest from YFE, my goodness. So the latest from YFE is presented by MailChimp. And so we've got a fun little newsletter here that we're going to go off of. And so the big thing is... Um, Go down, if you scroll down to the bottom at this on this site, um, you can see the Mailed It icon. Sign up for Mailed It. So tonight's episode, you can see here is with Serena Walker. You see her sky uh, sky gliding. What do you call that? Where you go? 
Hang gliding. Thank you. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But so a couple other opportunities opportunities that we've had recently is um, with Startup Lab with YEC. This is huge. YEC, the YEC.org is partnering with YFE to do their Startup Lab live Q&A mentorship. It's a one-hour deal where you show up live, you ask your questions, and awesome people answer them. So we had Melissa Casera on on Wednesday, and it was phenomenal. We have Shama Kabani on on Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 Eastern, and both women are insanely just like tons of awards, grew, you know, these huge companies, etc. So then um, we also have in real life meetups happening. Los Angeles just happened last week and I have a photo to show you hopefully on Instagram. And um, then we have a Phoenix that's happening this weekend with Stacy. And then next week is Ma- Ma- Marissa. Gosh, I was just talking about Melissa. Marissa Vicario. And she is uh, YFE NYC's city coordinator and she's also with moiOnline.com. Uh, she does some nutrition. Uh, she's got a lot of awesome programs, detoxes, etc. over there. So definitely check her out. Um, but she is asking for help. So if you guys can help her out, she's looking for people to volunteer. If you're not yet signed up for the New York City um, event, just pop over there onto the Facebook page. If you don't, if you're not part of the group, go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com slash about and then we can um, get you all set up with that. So um, before I go on, we've got a few uh, tout outs, which I'm so excited about. I love that when we ask you guys for touts that you deliver. Um, and so the one, the reason why I love touts is because I can actually, we can see your face. We can see you talking to us. And if you're on the chat, we get to have like a verbal hey. And you don't even have to be in your makeup because it was earlier in the day that you recorded it. And to do it, it's really easy. It's an application on your phone called Tout. Just search for it. It's free. It's really easy to use on the computer. You'll notice when people do it on the computer because the quality goes down just a bit. Use it on the mobile because it's also phenomenal when you go out to events. So anyway, yes, Corey, you don't wear makeup, so you're good to go there. Thank you. She's done the after party with us, and so she's she's got it a lot easier, whereas Stacey Harris and I, we have to get all dolled up and dressed up to make sure that we look okay. But anyway, so let's, let's check out the tout outs and get introduced to a few young female entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Katie Brusak. I'm a nutrition and wellness coach living in Los Angeles. I also teach yoga on Thursday nights, so I can never make it to the YFE chats, but I'm there in spirit, and I hope you have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, YFE. It's Nicole Longstreet from The Wardrobe Code, and I give women the knowledge and tools they need to be their own stylist. You can find me at thewardrobecode.com. Hi, I'm Raven Delena, Radical Life and Business Strategist at Veranda Lane. I help young female professionals and entrepreneurs to define the strategies that they need to create a radical shift in their lives and businesses. So super cool, right? I love tout outs. Make sure that, you know, anytime, anytime you're doing anything businessy or something that you think other young female entrepreneurs would think would be cool tag it with yfe chat i do that every once in a while to myself on instagram and on tout um so this thursday like i said we're gonna welcome serena on in just a second and next thursday is stacy of mysocialcloud.com she has got the craziest startup story i don't know if you can find stacy's picture i don't think i labeled it very well it's a teenage one yeah, she's 20 or younger. I can't remember if she's turned 20 or not. Um, but she's on next Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. So add that to your calendars. She has a crazy startup story involving Richard, Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> 
no joke. So it's going to be a fun one. She's also got a really cool opportunity for other young entrepreneurs. And I'm talking to Corey specifically, Tori, a lot of other cool people. So anyway, let's bring on Serena. Serena has, um, she's founded the Athena Business Institute. That's athenabusinessinstitute.com. And it's all about funding, showing other women how they can find sources of funding and uh, come up with a strategy for using that and uh, before uh, the business institute she actually had a travel a travel um, or um, an adventure business I guess is what she would call it and so some of the pictures you'll see up here are pretty crazy <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and welcome her on Serena thank you so much for being on YFE chat live Hey, thanks for having me, Jen. I really appreciate it. So I gave you kind of like a butchered bio. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background <laughs> and how you got to be to a place where you want to teach women how to get funded? Sure. Well, I started my first business when I was a teenager. And then I did the traditional thing and went off to college because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I lasted about three months and decided that wasn't the place for me. And so um, I quit school to um, actually work in a multi-level marketing company. Found out that wasn't for me, um, but it sounded good. They had really natural, great products uh, and I really believed in the products. And then I started my adventure travel company. I mean, I worked for some other people in there too, but I moved to New York City and uh, actually I came here to model and act and um, at the same time I missed Alaska where I'm originally from and started running these fun adventure trips and uh, most of them were within two hours of New York City. We provided transportation, we did hiking, biking and kayaking and then we did crazy things like skydiving, hang gliding, ice climbing, dog sledding, uh, really fun stuff. And then you know as the economy started to change it became it became a luxury good and uh, it wasn't the best business to be in. And so I started looking at what my other passions were and I realized I had a passion to help people understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur and what it's like to really build a business. People used to say to me all the time, you're so lucky, you only work on the weekends and then you have the whole week off because we ran our trips on the weekends. And I was like, is that what you really think? No, <laughs> I work seven days a week, are you kidding me? Um, and then in December, I read a statistic that women only receive 5% of the equity funding in this country. And I was really bothered and disturbed by that statistic. So, you know, being in New York City, I have a ton of contacts who are in the finance industry, you know, in the banking industry, in the investment industry. And it's an industry that I've never really understood. And I've, I've kind of stayed away from because I've never had a traditionally fundable business. And I've known that. Um, but when I read that statistic, I, I started reaching out to people I knew and asking why they thought this was the case, why they thought this was happening, and, and how we could change it. And so read the statistic in December, January, less than 30 days later, uh, decided to completely pivot my business and to focus 100% on helping women obtain funding for their companies. And more importantly, women who start non-traditional businesses like me, women who maybe don't qualify for a regular bank loan at this point in time or who don't have a company that a traditional funder would consider uh, a good investment. So, Well, okay, so... You brought up a lot of really, so, all right, let's go ahead and dive into the questions because that was a lot of stuff. So cool. the 5% um, equity piece, uh, women only receive 5% of the equity funding in the country. Why, what yeah. does that exactly mean? Um, because I, I saw that on your website as well, and I've heard that thrown around in the press, but what does it mean that yeah. women is equity funding? That's a really great question. And what it means is a traditional investor. So someone taking equity in your company in exchange for giving you money. Uh, it's a way that a lot of the big tech companies and the biotech companies have gotten funded in the past. 
Um, and so it's something that a lot of businesses turn to for large financing, even things that banks wouldn't traditionally finance. You know, when you when you hear about the million dollar or the ten million dollar or the fifty million dollar deals, fifty million is not as common. But when you hear the multiple millions of dollars, it's not usually coming from a bank, so, unless you're already making money. So why do you think it is that only five percent of uh, the people that are funded that are invested in are are women? You know, the, the most common thing that's actually come up from both men and women that have asked this question to is um, women don't ask for the money. We, we tend to, um, I don't know, we, we just tend to not ask for it. I think it has to do with the way we're raised and, and I, think it's, um, I think it's getting better as the generations are going along. But, you know, in the past, women have always kind of been taught to work really, really hard and wait for someone to praise them. Men, on the other hand, are raised to work really, really hard, demand the praise, and demand the raises. And so it's a very different, um, it's a very different dynamic. So part of it's mindset. Uh, another part of it is women don't tend to start traditional, quote unquote, traditional businesses um, like tech companies and biotech companies and things that are seen as quickly scalable and hugely scalable. Um, they they tend to start things that they are passionate about just like I've always done. I was passionate about adventure travel. I'm passionate about teaching and educating and mentoring and sharing knowledge and information. Um, you know, women tend to, you know, maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they have a problem like, um, you know, their baby's legs get cold. I have a friend who started a company a long time ago called Baby Legs and they were just baby oh, leg I warmers. I love that. It's, um, what's her name? Gosh, I just forgot it. But she's out in the Seattle <laughs> of course, area. Now you say that I forgot it. Yes, she yes. is in your area. Very cool. Um, and I interviewed her a while back for one of my training programs as well. Um, and I'll think of her name later. She was an X Games girl. She yes, another she was, adventure girl. Yeah, awesome on the snowboard. It was really cool. Yeah, so. and we'll think we'll think of her name before the end of the show. I'm sure. I know definitely. Um, so um, yeah, so it's it's one of those things where. Um, you know, the question is then, okay, if women don't start the traditional businesses that are traditionally funded, then what happens? And that's what this summit, um, this Women's Business Funding Summit that I'm putting together in June is focused on because my goal is to show women all the different options that I didn't even know were out there. I mean, I have to tell you, when I started this project in January, I just started calling people getting on the phone with people, having conversations. I knew nothing about anything that we're going to be talking about in the summit. Well, maybe I knew a little bit. I knew a little bit about crowdfunding. I'd heard of Kickstarter and I'd seen some campaigns and some of that stuff, but there was just a lot of it that I had never heard of before. So I've had an amazing education from some amazing mentors in the past um, four or five months. And so now I'm, I'm sharing that with people and decided to do the summit for, for free just to start to share the information and, and to see if there's interest and then build a training program around it. And so before, before we get into too much more of the funding information, and again, you guys, if you have questions for her, uh, for Serena, then just chat them in and we'll make sure that they get posed to her. But, um, so last week we had, uh, Vasavi Kumar on of, uh, she's a transformational life coach. And I asked her the question if she is obsessed and people in the chat had very like differing opinions on the, the word obsession. Oh, I have, you know, I'm passionate about this. The reason why I used the word obsession or obsessed is because it really derives itself from thinking grow rich, this burning desire. And when I, when I spoke to you, it was a it felt like a burning desire coming out of you for funding. And so, you know, I can be passionate about 
about wine, but I don't have a burning desire about drinking wine. <laughs> so do you do you feel like you are obsessed or you have this burning desire? And if so, what is it? And what does that look like? Yeah, I can tell you that one of the most common characteristics of successful people is an obsession. Uh, whether it's an OCD, it's an ADD, it's an ADHD. Uh, those are a lot of common things that very successful people are quote unquote diagnosed with. Um, yeah, I would definitely say I'm obsessed. I mean, with my adventure travel company, I loved to do the activities. Like I actually wanted to participate. That's why I started the company. Um, and then it grew into, I really loved helping people um, overcome their fears. And I really enjoyed helping see them do things they never thought they could do, like go skydiving or rappel next to a 150 foot waterfall or get on a horse because they were afraid of the horse, you know? Um, so yeah, I would say there definitely has to be an obsession and you, ha and ha you have to be kind of obsessive. Um, your business is like having a child. Um, and if you've never had a child, if you can imagine, I've never had children, but I see the way people are with their children. And I mean, all your money, all your time, all your energy goes into your business. So if it's something that you're not passionate about and if you're not obsessed, then you'll never see it through. I mean, businesses don't happen overnight. It can take several years and you're gonna have a lot of people tell you that you're crazy. I mean, if you listen to the Starbucks story, uh, the guy's wife or fiance, I think it was at the time, her father actually said to him, when are you gonna give this coffee thing up? You know, and, <laughs> and he didn't. So yeah, you definitely, you have to be a little obsessed. Well, see, and I agree. I, I'm sorry, you guys, on the chat, because I know you don't <laughs> agree with me. Uh, Corey's here saying dedicated, et cetera. It's something, it's different. I'm dedicated different. to my gym routine. I yeah. don't feel an obsession or a burning desire about it. I am, with the live streaming piece, I am constantly thinking about it. I am, people think I'm nuts all the time. So I I think there is a big difference there. So going into- Yeah, I would say crazy, just real quick. I would say crazy and obsession are right there. If you are not crazy and obsessed about your business, you're probably not doing the right thing and you're probably not successful at well, it. And I was Any reading, person. I was reading um, at the gym today on Audible, the MBA book. What was that book called? Um, the, the, the Personal MBA great book for anyone that's watching and he was explaining at the very beginning before he got into all of the business lingo uh, that uh, you have to be incredibly passionate because business yeah. is going to be insanely hard you're going to go through <laughs> horrible pitfalls and it's going to be devastating and if you don't have that just huge like drive driven yes um, mm -hmm. uh, passion yes but just obsession over this then you're going to give it up yeah. So um, going on to the funding points, you have over 20 uh, people that you're going to be interviewing for this AthenaBusinessInstitute.com, uh, the summit. And um, so you're talking about some, like you said, non-traditional forms of funding that people probably don't know about. Can you name us a few sources of funding that uh, a young female entrepreneur probably hasn't heard of today? Absolutely. And first I want to say we're up to 13 right now. I actually, my original... Uh, my original number was 10. I wanted to interview 10 people, but I've had so many amazing people that I've talked to that I'm squeezing mm, a few more yeah, in. They're, well, they're awesome, too. There's like the, yeah. not like the, there is the uh, the squirrel nut, wild friends foods, the squirrel nut butter people yep. that were on Shark Tank. I yep. love their story. Uh, so anyway, I, I apologize. I totally interrupted you. Keep going. That's okay. <laughs> so the yeah. funding. Yeah, so... Some of the funding sources that I was really surprised to hear about. Now, first of all, 
crowdfunding is something that I thought a lot of people knew about, but I'm finding, and actually I read an article today that apparently on the coasts, most people know about it or a lot of people know about it, but when you go away from the coasts, not as many people know about it. Um, Kickstarter and Indiegogo are two of the common sites, but that's not all that's out there. There are actually hundreds and hundreds of platforms that are popping up. And one of the things I can say about crowdfunding is it's changing. The landscape is changing. And the reason it's changing is because of something called the Jobs Act that was passed, J-O-B-S. And um, it's an acronym. Um, and the Jobs Act is actually going to change what's legal online in terms of the way that people can get funding. So right now what's legal um, is rewards-based, which is where you give somebody something in exchange for money, and um, donation-based, where they just give you money and you don't give them anything in return. And then accredited investors, and that's a whole other conversation what, what an accredited investor is, but accredited investors can invest in your company for a piece of the equity right now. That's all legal. Unaccredited investors, um, which I'll tell you what I've heard for credit have a million or more in assets and you're making X number of dollars a year. I don't remember what it is. So a lot of us are not accredited investors. Um, and so for unaccredited investors, they're going to be able to begin to invest in companies once the Job Act, Jobs Act comes into play. It actually passed last year and it's um, it's been taking a while. They're still go going through some stuff to... Um, to implement it, but you know, by end of this year, beginning of next year, we'll start to see that um, it'll make things legal, like um, debt funding. So, like when you go to a bank and get a loan, that's debt funding. But you'll be able to go online and get a loan from friends and family or people that you don't know, and um, it'll be kind of like an Indiegogo campaign, I imagine, or like a Kickstarter campaign. Um, you'll go and you'll campaign. People will see what you're doing, and then they'll invest and and then with the platform they do their due diligence to make sure that you're a legitimate company that you're not scamming people and a whole bunch of that stuff so crowdfunding is one to watch because it's changing um, some interesting things like if you're in corporate America or if you're in corporate America and you have a 401k I found out about something that um, that sounds like it shouldn't be legal but I've researched it and it is um, you can take your 401k roll it over into a pension you're not taxed on that money. And then you can take that pension and, and invest it in your company. It's actually a complex process, but a gentleman who was an attorney figured it out uh, several years ago. I want to say 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago. And he figured out a way to make this available to the general public. So it's a, it's a 401k rollover. Um, normally, if you took that money out and then you invested it into your company, you would pay taxes on it. But this way, you don't. Um, really neat stuff like uh, foundations. Some foundations, especially larger ones, will have an internal fund that they actually take and invest in for-profit companies that have a similar purpose or cause or goal. So um, so those are three off the top of my head. Microlending is something I didn't know about as well. If you don't qualify for a traditional bank loan, it's really tough, by the way, now to qualify for traditional bank loans. Um, I've talked to people in the banking industry at a couple different banks and, and kind of from both sides. And if you don't have a great credit score, income, whether it's from your business or from your job, um, and a whole bunch of other things, it, it can be really challenging. But microloans are a, are a smaller loan, um, hence the word micro, but it can be up to like 10,000, uh, even some of them, uh, some of the microloan companies will loan up to $50,000. And the rates are higher because if you, um, 
because they take on more risk. You know, you're a riskier person if you're if you don't qualify for a traditional loan. That's the way they look at it. Um, but the micro loan is something that a lot more people qualify for, and so that's something that uh, people might want to check into as well. And I mean, there's a ton of them. It's like the summit is two weeks long because there's so much information to pack in, um, and that's why, like I said, I'm interviewing 13 people and maybe up to 20 come June 3rd, but... Um, Very cool. Well, you know, and yeah. I've heard so many different stories of different ways people have gotten funding that are that are horrible. They're like, don't ever do this to the other <laughs> side of... This We're going to share some of that. Yeah, this yep. is the make or break kind of thing. Um, at Raven Delano is asking about crowdfunding and has anyone seen it work for businesses that aren't cause-based? And so... As far as I understand, because we had on Joy Schaffler last year when the Jobs Act passed, and this is for equity crowdfunding is what you're talking about, where you actually um, can, a regular Joe Schmo, your parents, or someone that has a certain amount of income could go in and use some kind of crowdfunding for equity website and basically fund you for a piece of your business and it's all it's all legal it, you don't have to go through se it's SEC. not legal now but it will be right hopefully right. i yeah i've i've been keeping up a little bit on it and it is it's yeah. really like a weird thing that's going through it's very complicated but for kickstarter uh, i'm sure you're going to talk to a business owner that has a, a successful kickstarter campaign and yeah, yeah at raven delena we do i mean we've had on a number of businesses that were successfully small ones too like for $5,000 that were able to successfully kickstart like a project that was able to fund them to the next level. So um, I told, I just talked over your question, but um, <laughs> uh, no so will you be having, will you be featuring someone from uh, with a Kickstarter campaign that'll be talking about that type of funding? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And actually we're doing a contest where we're giving away her training program. It's a thousand dollar training program that someone is going to win um, when they register on the website for the summit. So yeah, she um, she had an amazing campaign, and the, and one of the neat things that came out of it is she was smart about her strategy, which is why I can't wait for her training program to come out because it's not online yet. Um, she did a two part um, campaign. She wanted to raise phase one money and then raise phase two money because it was a lot of money to raise, and she wasn't sure if she could do it all at once. And during her phase one, she actually found sponsors for her phase two, so she didn't have to do phase two. So there are a lot of benefits that can come from crowdfunding other than just the money that people don't realize. So, um, yeah, So and Very we'll talk cool. about that. And then, yeah. so the, another thing before, because um, I want to ask you one non-funding related question before we let okay. you go, but the uh, you talk about strategy and sources. What's the difference between a, a funding source compared to a funding strategy? So... The Virtual Women's Business Funding Summit that we're hosting in June is focused on starting with the what. So the what is the funding and starting to understand what the possibilities are and what the different kinds of funding are. Um, this, the strategy is the how. How are you going to do it? Um, you know, it's really important to look at the pros and cons of each kind of funding because like you mentioned earlier, some people have had horrible experiences with funding because um, it wasn't what they expected. You know, they had this expectation and it turned out to be something different. So, um, you know, we're focused on helping people understand some of that. Um, and then, so there's the how, the what, and the why. So the funding summit, the free summit is focused on the, the what. Um, then we're gonna focus on the why and the how afterwards with the training program that we're putting together. Although during the summit, some of the why and the how is going to come out in conversation naturally. 
Um, the difference is the training will be more structured and it'll actually give you a step-by-step process and help you understand what works best for you and your company and and hopefully help you um, find the right funding. That That's my intention with this is to help people understand what's best for them, what's best for their company, because those are two different things. What's best for the person and what's best for the company could be different and understanding how to balance that out. Um, so that you don't end up going out of business because you bring on investors when that's not really what you wanted or you bring on investors and, and you don't understand what that means or you take out a bank loan that's beyond the amount of money that you actually need and then you spend it on other stuff here and there and you find yourself in a hole. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of storytelling and sharing of information um, and sharing of, of things to, to think about before you actually take on funding. Well, and I think that's all... Um yeah, you brought up some good, great points, and it's not like a one question, ask it out on a Facebook page, and we'd be able to answer. It's very complex. Like you were saying, it's based off of who you are as a person, what your business is, who what your services are, if you have products, all sorts of fun stuff. So um, before we let you go, you have, uh, like we were saying, really top-notch people. Yeah, that are that are presenting at this summit. How did you approach them? I know a number of young female entrepreneurs that are watching here, and actually, um, founder of Jumply, a mentor and crowdsource crowdfunding platform for women entrepreneurs at Amaka Oko Ron. Oh gosh, I am butchering <laughs> your name. So tell me how to pronounce your Twitter handle. Um, but Jumply, you'll have to check out um, Athena nice. Business Institute and see if you guys can get in touch. But um. So there's a number of women that are on the chat that I'm sure would want to do something like this. They have a passion for, I know, like, a, a Nicole, the wardrobe code. She has just this ins- amazing program. So I'm sure maybe one day she wants to think about doing some kind of big summit to get people to uh, realize that they can all dress themselves and do it well. Um, yeah. How did you go about approaching these people? Um, is there any advice that you would give for women in approaching people and, and putting together a summit like this? Absolutely. And I'm a big proponent, by the way, because I'm a big proponent of sharing information. And uh, whether you can get sponsors or you can do the summit for free, I always try to create a free version so that there's information getting out to people. um, And then you have to monetize it somehow. So, you know, have some other products available as well. Um, What I did is I started off in January reaching out to people that I knew. And when I would have a conversation, I would say, listen, you know, and the way the conversation was structured was, here's my passion here's what I believe in, here's what I'm seeing that's happening, and here's what I want to change. And I'm looking for people who, who think the way I think, it believe what I believe. It was focused on your why. Yes, it was focused on Shout my why. Shout out to exactly. the Bootstrap Book Club girls who read Simon's <laughs> next book. And Sorry. I interviewed Simon for my other training program, yeah. Oh, very cool. So, um, yeah, so my freedom formula is like a whole other business and a whole other set of training programs. So I've, I've interviewed a lot of people. This is actually the second summit that I'm putting together and much more organized, as I'm sure you guys know, when, once you do something over and over again, you start to get better at it. But back to the question, in January, I reached out to friends of mine and during that call, shared with them what I was working on. And then at the end of the call, I said, listen, is there anyone else you know that I should talk to? I'd get anywhere from one to five referrals and they would shoot me email intros and they'd be like, hey, Serena, you need to connect with this person. Um, so that's how, that's how I built it out. You know, I started with who I knew and then who they knew and then who they knew. And then I needed to fill in a couple spots. Like I had some topics that I didn't have speakers for. And so I actually started contacting people who wrote articles. So those of you who are out there who are writers, write articles because I actually searched the web, found the people who wrote the articles and contacted them. 
Uh, and then That's I asked friends of mine. Yeah. And some of them, I actually had some really great responses. Some people don't respond at all. Some people respond and flake out and some people actually follow through. So be prepared for the no too. Don't expect everyone that you reach out to to say yes. Um, I only expect a small percentage. So when I say small, you know, 10 to 20%. Um, I've actually had a much, much um, higher percentage of people say yes for this summit. And I think it's because of the timing. I think it's because there are a lot of men and women. It's not just women that I'm interviewing, by the way. Um, there are a lot of people out there who are really passionate about helping women get over this this hurdle of funding. I think that's um, a great point, the timing thing. Uh, yeah. Timing is everything. And I feel like in the <laughs> yep. press lately, it's also unique, right? It's a yeah. unique way, a unique perspective because the stuff that I hear like about this, yep. and that's written in articles is usually complaining. Where's all the money for women? Well, let's actually <laughs> do something about it. Let's look at Actually, because there are people that are getting funded. So let's see how it is that they're doing. So I really, I like the idea. I'm very grateful that you came on the show tonight. So um, where can, Serena, where can people find you personally online? And where can we get uh, signed up for Athena Business Institute? Yeah, if you go to athenabusinessinstitute.com, you can see the funding, um, the Women's Business Funding Summit that we're hosting right now, along with the contest. And uh, Facebook is just forward slash Athena Business Institute. Um, You can find me on Twitter at um, Athena Business, Athena Institute, I can't remember. I know you're gonna put it up. We couldn't get all the names and this is all still new to me so I can't remember what our Twitter handle is, that's so bad. Um, But you can find me on Facebook. I mean, I post on our our page all the time um, so you can find me there. Um, and I love to connect with people. And if you guys know anyone who would be great to interview for the summit, please make the introduction um, or who might be great to interview for the training program. I'm definitely open to talking to people still. And this is an ongoing project. To me, this is a legacy project. Like I want it to live beyond me. So I'm looking to partner with people and bring people in and, and grow this nationally and then internationally. Awesome. Well, thank you, Serena, for um, providing us with a few um, pieces of of gems that we can take away. And hopefully everyone will sign up for this because it is. It's a unique experience. And they're not like your traditional summits where it's a lot of online marketers. This is people that really did this. They've lived it. They they speak about it all the time. And it's about getting money so we can actually do what we love. So, again, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much, Serena. Definitely. Listen, and by the way, the contest is over $2,000 in prizes, and we have amazing, amazing prizes that are going to help with uh, help you with your business. So check that out, too. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and have a great night. And everyone, make sure that you check out AthenaBusinessInstitute.com. Serena was awesome, right? Lots, lots and lots of information there. Um, so before I let you go, I want to let you know that YFE, this is not just a one a one show, one woman kind of thing. So the week, every week we're getting additional shows and opportunities for you to connect via a live shared experience. We're talking about passion and obsession and craziness. This is really what we're all about here at Ovali is these shared experiences where a group of people with that think alike, that want to learn and grow and bond and just... Um, be together and uh, it's all through live streaming through a chat and that's pushed out through social networks it's a lot of fun but anyway um, Wednesday at noon 
try and come if you can. Uh, if you grab your lunch or something like that, sit over on the side and, and interact with us on the computer if you're on the West Coast. If you're if it's 3 o'clock over on the East Coast, then have a have some coffee and ask your questions. Meet other people on the chat. It's uh, Shama Kabani again with Startup Lab. Very excited about that. And then also, if you want to just get an idea of what it looks like, uh, this is what we have um, from last week's with Melissa Casera and... Um, Again, it's it's by the YEC. It's a startup lab thing. Sorry, there's no flash on this. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so um, it's a startup lab thing, and so the women are, are phenomenal, and the chat was awesome, and it was a great way to just get your questions uh, answered. And then um, next Thursday, like I said, we have Stacy on, who has the Sir Richard Branson story, and if you want to find out about it from her, um, make sure that you show up. She's also going to be talking about uh, a new book that she's authoring with a number of other entrepreneurs that are 20 and under. And then finally, um, we've got some another really, really fun event next week that I just got notice of just a second ago. So I don't want to announce anything today, but it's at it's following YFE chat next week. It's a one-time thing, and it's going to be super cool. So sign up for Mailed It if you want to stay in the loop and figure out what that is. Um, but otherwise, you guys, thank you so much for being on the chat. Shout out to at Corey Freeman, at The Wardrobe Code, at Raven Delena, at the Stacey Harris, uh, Jumply, Jumply.co, at Amaka. I, I apologize. I don't want to butcher your name again. So, But all everyone that was on the chat, thank you so much for showing up. At Leslie, um, Fanatchicks.com. You guys have to check out our site. It's super cool. So anyway, this has been Jennifer Donna with YoungFemaleEntrepreneurs.com. I uh, hope to hopefully we'll see you next Thursday. If not, check out the website for the replays. <laughs>